Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are talking about the two different types of food deprivation. What is deprivation? What does it mean? When we think about the term deprivation, someone is being deprived of something. We feel deprived. It's the physical sense of someone not having access to something or in the mental sense, not having access to something. Both are painful, both are frustrating, and both relate to food. If you've been following me on Instagram or listening to this podcast, you may understand deprivation a little bit. You may understand it as an issue that leads us to being obsessed with food, a phenomenon that leads us to thinking about food all day, and for a lot of us, overeating or not trusting ourselves around food. So it's rooted out of two basic problems, not eating enough and then not eating the things that we like. When we think about not eating enough, that's the physical sense of deprivation. That makes sense to a lot of us. We can understand that if someone is not getting enough to eat, or gone a long period without eating, or had a hard workout and didn't eat enough, that that's going to lead us into eating more, thinking about food a lot, overeating it maybe when we get the chance, you know, just like a child having a toy taken away from them. They might really obsess about this one toy, even though they have 20 of them. You take the one toy away, and that's the only one they want. And then when they get it back, they won't let go of it. That's how we respond to food. That's how we respond to eating. Our bodies are physically wired to get enough food. It's biological, it's primal. And so when we don't, there's a lot of survival mechanisms in place that are going to bring our attention to food, cause us to have more when we can get it, cause our blood sugar to dip, and for us to have trouble stopping eating when we get the chance. The mental sense of deprivation. That one is a little harder for us to grasp. That one lies in our permission to eat. Are we allowed to have this food? We all live in a very moralistic society when it comes to eating. So for a lot of us, there's a long list of foods that we can't have, we're not supposed to eat, we should feel like a bad human being for eating them. So we develop a lot of this dialogue around it. So we don't really think about How often telling ourselves not to eat something can also contribute to deprivation. Because when we do eat the thing and we tell ourselves it was wrong or bad, the guilt and shame we feel about that erodes any satisfaction from eating this food. And as this continues over time, we develop negative experiences with these foods, trying to avoid them, overeating them. For some of us, maybe even shameful situations where We're taking food out of the trash or trying to put water on it so that we don't keep eating it or even just chastising ourselves severely 
for even wanting them. Oh, I'm bad to even crave that food. We've all heard that. We've all said that. Is it surprising to you to hear that even if you've been eating a food for a long time, but tell yourself that you shouldn't, it's as if you haven't had that food for years. Guilt over eating completely erodes satisfaction from this experience. I have had clients and heard from some of you who have been eating ice cream for years and it's always such a negative experience. You always feel so bad about it. You're always giving into the craving. It's always at night after the kids go to bed or it's always your roommates because you don't allow yourself to buy it. How do you deal with that? You have these negative experiences with it. And so every time you've eaten it, it's as if you haven't had ice cream for 10 years. You know, whenever the last time it was that you actually had permission to eat that food, that you're actually okay eating that food. And how do you handle that? What do you tell yourself? How do you get through it? Part of it is understanding this concept of deprivation and how it's woven into physical, mental, psychological. It's not an individual flaw or problem that we possess. It's not true. It's not a you problem. These are both things that make sense. These are both things that we all experience. And the way that we deal with it moving forward is where I believe healing can begin. So for some of you, well, for most of you, I should say, there's going to be physical and mental deprivation to heal. And as I mentioned before, satisfaction is eroded with deprivation. So satisfaction and permission to eat are going to be your healing balm in this process. They're going to be the antidote. And so I've compiled some tips for you on healing deprivation in both areas. So let's jump into those. For physical, like I said, when we are survival, primal, not getting enough to eat, we're going to be set up for deprivation. Most of us have years, decades of profound and severe deprivation to heal. So as I introduce these tips, I know that you need to also understand that it's a process that you're going to be doing over and over and over again. It's an ongoing process. So I have some ideas for you. When it comes to healing physical deprivation, it's learning to eat enough and learning to eat consistently so our bodies can trust us again. Start by eating more during the day. So many of us just get to the end of the day. We've been busy. We've white knuckled through things. We try to be perfect with eating. We try to be healthy. And then the end of the day comes and we are so hungry. We just cannot control ourselves. Start eating more during the day. Another area that you can try is adding more carbohydrates to lunch. That is always so important. It's giving you energy throughout the afternoon, helping you finish up what you've already digested with breakfast. Adding an afternoon snack, same idea. What you have now is what you could potentially not be eating in panic or guilt later. We're saying to ourselves, we have permission to eat this food we deserve to eat throughout the day when we need our energy. Let's add an afternoon snack. The last idea for physical deprivation that I have for you today is doubling the size of a snack or meal you currently eat. Many of us underestimate what our body needs, and I know that's probably hard to hear, but it's true. I'm a dietitian. I've been doing this work forever. I've seen it time and time again. If you have some salmon with dinner, double the size. If you have rice with dinner, double the size. 
If you have a salad, put more dressing on, add some nuts, double the size. So mental deprivation, that's the one that you might remember is harder for us to grasp and understand. So when it comes to healing that, it's rooted in permission to eat, telling ourselves we can have this food, we can have this meal, we're allowed to enjoy food. So start by ordering what you want from a restaurant instead of what you should eat. This could also apply to searching for recipes if you're eating more at home. Don't always pick the low-calorie, healthified option. Order what you want from a restaurant instead of what you should. Heal the deprivation around the permission. If you have a usual breakfast or lunch, practice adding a food that is new. Get something exciting. Take some time in the grocery. Explore. Add something fun. Eat a food you liked as a child. Give yourself permission to get nostalgic. Think about something that you used to eat and love. I can't think of anything more healing. How fun. Tell yourself that even if you feel guilty eating something, it doesn't mean it's wrong. Remember the guilt is the part that erodes the satisfaction in your eating experience. So by simply working towards not experiencing as much guilt with eating, we can continue to heal and reverse the deprivation that we've experienced over the years. I hope these tips and insights can get you started in this process of healing, deprivation, understanding your struggles. There is an entire process and strategy for this. I'd love to be your person. I would love to help you through this. If you want to learn how to be able to think about food less, check out my online community, the Realign Community and Membership Program, where I walk you through this step-by-step and support you in the process so that you know you are on track. Our community is a group program. There are so many opportunities to get personalization, customization, connect with me one-to-one. I know that we all share a lot of these same struggles and they manifest in unique ways, but we benefit from others as well. So that is why I created a community around this. It's possible, it's healing, and it's really, really helpful. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And let me know if this episode was helpful. Until next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.